a un primero de mayo. <risa> Hello and welcome to the The Sam D Podcast. I am your host, Sam Duzame Jr. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube at The Sam D. That's T-H-E-E-S-A-M-D. For all content, audio, and visual, hit up thesamd.com. Follow along with the podcast on social media at The Sam D Podcast. Musical production done by May 1st Music. Support him at soundcloud.com slash May 1st Music. This is a day that I truly did not believe I'd ever live to see. This is a time that I never thought my eyes, my ears would be able to hear and see go down. This is a day that my heart, that I really felt my heart would never experience the joy, the euphoria, the enthusiasm. It's happened. It's actually happened. My Chicago Bulls are back. Oh, that felt good. <laughs> I, I don't know how long I could have kept up that mental illness fandom is a mental illness charade. I don't know how. I don't know how long I could have kept that charade going. I really. <laughs> finally. Holy shit. <sighs> oh, it happened. It happened. Oh, they're back. Holy shit. After Pete Myers, after Ron Mercer, after Eddie Robinson, after Eddie Curry, Tyson Chandler, Marcus Pfizer, Kurt Heinrich, Jay Williams. Oh, holy shit. After Derrick Rose took the tumble against Philly when he had no business being in the game thanks to the meniscus tearing taskmaster Tom Thibodeau. Holy shit. Luau Dang's knees can rest. Joakim Noah's back, knees, wrist can finally rest. Eddie Curry's heart can... Wait, chill. We want all the best for Eddie. Oh my God, it happened. Brad Miller. These are the names that are like searing into my soul. Holy shit. Gar Pax. Do you understand... What I had to endure in secret. Gar Foreman. John Paxson. The two-headed monster that destroyed the once proud franchise known as the Chicago Bulls. Oh man, I, I don't think y'all understand. 
I don't think y'all understand. You know, when someone just deflects. When someone doesn't want to hear the truth, they oftentimes change the question or they just ride on a platitude. And they just keep repeating the same thing over and over and over because they hope if they keep telling the lie enough. It'll sink it and they'll believe it. So when I'm on here and I'm saying fandom is a mental illness, give it up. Fan is short for fanatic, fandom, mental illness. Da, 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 da. I keep saying it every pod because I keep having to tell it to myself. What other choice? Tell me what other choice did I have? Explain it to me. You wanted me to follow that roster. Gafford. Wendell Carter, who thought he was endearing himself to the gang by having the kente cloth on the inside of his suit jacket on draft night. You thought that was going to be it? Otto Porter, Hoya Saxa be damned. You absorb that contract with a goddamn Sadaraski. But, but, It's not about the past. It's about the present. It is about the future. Now that future doesn't include potentially two first round picks over the next three years, but we're looking past that. Zach Levine, fresh off of all-star appearance, now gets to hoop with another all-star. They have finally cleared the deck They have tore it down and rebuilt all on the fly. Nick fans are going crazy because they signed eight power forwards last year. And a combination of what's remaining of those eight power forwards have gotten that squad to 500. And they're doing pep rallies outside the garden. What do you think is going to happen Outside the UC. When Levine and Vucevic get the cooking. Holy shit. I can breathe again. <sighs> Yo, I'm, I'm telling you. I've been telling you. When, when the tray went down, my phone blew up. My phone blew up. I had to hit some people that I know know what's really going on behind the scenes. And they confirmed like, yeah, dog, we've turned a corner. And for the first time in a long time, I co-signed. Yes, we've turned a corner. We as in I am part of the team. Fandom is no longer a mental illness. Y'all think I'm bullshitting. I can't wait till this uh, bubble, quasi bubble is over. Because when I get back to the crib, the first thing I'm putting on, the very first thing I'm putting on is that red and black Chicago Bulls warm up hoodie. The dry fit, John. Like it's, it's, it's going down. Southside shit. Basement. Oh, (laughs) 
I brought my fire stick with me. We firing up that league pass quick, fast, in a hurry. The league pass been chilling. It's been marinating here in my bag. Oh, no. I dusted it off. It's getting hooked up to the TV. It's happening. We are locked in. You best believe every single Bulls game, your boy is out here. Don't text me about nothing. I don't even care about no FanDuel bets. If I do, you know what's happening. Straight money line every night on the Bulls. Yes. Yes, it's happening. You want to see me or hear me as a fan? Buckle up. Buckle the fuck up. Because it's happening. I can't even pronounce the GM's name. I don't even need to know. But if he's on this type of time, I'm naming my first kid after him. Boy or girl, I don't care. It's happening. This is what it is to hear me as a fan. Y'all have been wanting it. Y'all have been thinking I'm some sort of like jaded, contrarian. No, 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 no. I had to use it as a shield to protect me, to protect the fan in me, to make sure me as a fan don't allow myself to get hurt anymore. Well, now I can throw that shield to the side. Fuck the contrarian shit. It's straight shill talk from here on out. Bulls in seven against whoever. Line them up. Line them up. How many all-stars you got? You only got one? Nick's tape. You only got one? That's it? And Julius at that? Wasn't he like an injury replacement? I got two. I got two, dog. Double up. You can't compete with me, dog. I'm doubling up. Oh, what you think? Mitch Rob? Mitch Rob got something for Vooch? Mitch Rob. Who has to split starting minutes with Nerlens Noel? That's who you coming at? Vooch with? And who's stopping Levine? Frank? You think Frank got something? <laughs> Bulls might get them out of here in five. Real shit. He might get them. He might get them out of here in five. With Billy Donovan? Billy Donovan, dog? Billy Donovan. Come on, dog. Billy Donovan, two chips? Two chips. College, but still, two chips? How many tips got? How many? Did he even see a finals? Has he won a title as a head coach at any time? Hmm. Hmm. Funny to your boy. Funny to your boy. Wait, has, has Spo won anything without, without the big three? Has he won anything? I mean, he made it to a finals in the bubble with great sight lines and what? Has he won anything? Has he won a title without having three Hall of Famers in the starting lineup? Because Billy Donovan got two chips in college. I mean, Philly, you think Philly want that smoke? You think Ben is seeing is seeing Zach? <laughs> You better, you better dust off Matthias. You better bust off Matthias. And please don't leave Shake out there. You leave Shake out there. Good Lord. Zach going to go for 50 on that boy. And Danny Green, I mean, come on, dog. One step. Zach's first step. He's blowtorching past that crib keeper, Danny Green. You serious, dog? Whew. Man. Y'all, th- <laughs> Y'all done fucked up. Y'all done fucked up. Oh, shit. Oh, it's happened. It's happened. Yo. 
Breathe in that sandal with me. Breathe, breathe in that mental illness with me. Come on, come on. Oof. Are there any promo codes for NBA store? Any promo codes? I'm trying to buy I'm trying to buy a Vooch jersey right now. Right now. You know what? Fuck a promo code. Full price. Full price poppy. We out here. Full price. Oh shit. Y'all done. Oh I, the the energy that I have right now. The energy that I have right now. Holy shit. Mm. Y'all in trouble now. These pot, I mean, shit, I might do daily Bulls recap pods. Y'all ain't ready for that. Y'all ain't ready for that. Daily recap Bulls pods soon come. Fuck with your boy. Y'all had enough yet? Let me know. I can keep going, but just let me know if you had enough. I'll, I'll give you a couple of seconds. On the count of three, let me know if you've had enough. One. Two, three. Damn, you want me to keep going? Nah, I, can't, I cannot keep going. There's only so there's only so much I can gas you up with. I can't. Come on, dog. <laughs> I mean, I, I I went as long as I could. Pause, and you know that's as much I could give you. You wanted a trade deadline recap. People were blowing up my phone saying, "Yo, your Bulls are back." Da 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 da. And you know, I told my real feelings via text, but. When I came on here, I was like, nah, let me give him a little something. What if I played the what if? What if I believed? How would I feel? So I got myself going, jacked up about this trade, read a couple of Shill Talk Bull trade deadline recaps articles that are now saying the Bulls are going to be a top four team in the East. <laughs> so I read that. I, I drank all of that Kool-Aid as much as I could. I said, all right, crack the mic. Let me spit it. Hope y'all enjoyed that. I, you know, I hope y'all understand. I try to mix in some real creative entertainment every now and then. You come here for, I guess, contrarian NBA opinions or authentic. I mean, I think it's authentic, but authentic, sometimes contrarian NBA thoughts and opinions. But I also try to give y'all some, some, you know, some creativity. This ain't just, you know. Hot taken for the sake of hot taken. I take some thought into when I turn this mic on and go in. Anyway, people that know or know that I used to be a Bulls fan were hit me up. Family, friends, and people that I know. Really trying to get me gassed up. That Vucevic is great. He's going to be great with Levine, yada, yada, yada. And while all of that may be true, it's really not about getting Vucevic. To be quite honest, it's really not about that. It's about the fact that they finally fucking cleaned house. They got rid of the pieces that didn't fit, that weren't good. They admitted the losses. And the problem is, is that the people that drafted the bulk of those players are gone in guard packs. So now we got this new dude from Denver whose last name I refused to announce, but I was willing to name my firstborn after. He's now taking it upon himself. He took a half a season to evaluate and he's like, nope. All these youngins got to go. <laughs> Only Kobe's left. Only Kobe's left. And I mean, uh, still waiting on that whole transition into point guard thing. Be careful, Kobe. 
be careful. Nice kid. Met him at All-Star Weekend last year, but, I mean, be, be careful. So, oh, man. Trade deadline came and went, and if you've made it this long, thank you. I hope you enjoyed that. But you came here because you want me to tell you, did anyone win a championship? That's what I said on the last pod. Like, I think there was only one person I truly felt could sway a team towards a championship. And that one player didn't even get moved. So we had a whole bunch of dudes get moved. We had Aaron Gordon going to the Nuggets. That to me is a cool move. It gets you into maybe the Western Conference Finals conversation, but that's not a championship move. You have the Miami Heat who went out there and allegedly stealthily got Victor Oladipo up out of H-Town. And H-Town has tricked off so many bad trades that it's insane. It is literally insane what they have done in Houston. Like, Fratetta needs to just sell that team. Anywho, the Heat get Oladipo. They did not have to give up Tyler Hero in the move to get Oladipo. So, theoretically, they could run a whole bunch of wings out there in Bam Adebayo. You could have Dragic. You could have Jimmy. You can have Oladipo. Hero. Bam. Or you can take out. Maybe you take out Dragic. Maybe you go Oladipo, Jimmy. Duncan. Hero, Bam. Does that work? Depot, Jimmy. Duncan, Hero, Bam. Yeah, you could run that out there. And now you still got Iguodala. You still got Ariza off the bench. So you still got two dogs, old ass dogs, old yellow type dogs, but still two dogs coming off that bench to play some defense if you need them. And then you still got Goran Dragic. So the Heat think they're in the mix. I think that's a move that can get them into the Eastern Conference Finals, potentially. But that's not a championship winning move. The Clippers got the point guard. That was the one position that I talked about on my boy Greg Larnard's show. That's the one position I've talked about here on this podcast. The Clippers needed an upgrade at point guard. And that's why I threw Lonzo out there and said, hey, look, Lonzo can make them a really good contender. No Lonzo, but the point God. Can he figure out how to make Pandemic P be PG? Can he find a way to have PG prosperous in the playoffs? The point guard will give him the ball in the pocket. That will happen. Paul George will now get looks, shots, and passes he's never seen before. Think about the point guards PG has had his whole career. He had George Hill in Indy. He had Russi in OKC. And he's had whatever is left of Pat Bev with the old English font. So he's never had a real point guard his entire time in the league. Now he gets the point guard. That potentially can get them past where they were last year. That's a stealth move. 
that means Jerry West, to me, is still in that front office and still has impact. I don't think that's Lawrence Frank. I think that was Jerry West that got the point guard to the old English font. That's a good move. Because, again, you know he knows the Lake Show. It's all about stealing secrets. It's all about tendencies. It's all about traits. Point guard was with them last year. He knows them very well. And you saw the point guard's impact throughout the playoffs. Throughout the playoffs. Even the game clinching, even the series clinching. The finals clinching, the championship clinching game. It was the point guard who came through in the clutch. So that's a really good move for the old English font. Now I put them clearly next to the Lake Show again. Because I told you whether it was the last part of the pod before, I don't know why we keep believing in the Clippers. I don't know why we keep believing in the old English font. They had a hole to fill. I mean, truth be told, they probably could have used some more size and things of that nature, but we'll, we'll look past that. Bringing in the point guard. That was a good move. That's a move that counteracts the Lake Show with Schroeder. THT, who was almost dealt. And Schroeder was almost dealt because the Lake Show was in the mix trying to go for Lowry. But the Clippers go out there. Now, here's the thing, right? If you're the Lake Show, you didn't even make a call about Rondo, bring bring him back? You didn't make a call? You can't have Schroeder, THT, and Rondo? Well, I guess theoretically they would have had to give up one of those two to go get. Yeah, I wouldn't give up Schroeder for the point guard. Not, not at this point. THT, it would take a lot. It would take an injury to Schroeder to make me even consider giving up THT for the point guard. So, I, you know what? I shrek that. I, I understand. They were out on Rondo because of what it would have had. I mean, you can't convince them to take Caruso, but they already got Kevin Herter. You can't convince them to take another one? Yeah. Yeah. So you had the Aaron Gordon move. I don't think that's a championship move. You had the Victor Oladipo move. I, I don't think that's a championship move. You had the point guard going to the old English font. I think that's a championship move. George Hill to the Sixers. That's a really trash consolation prize, bro. That's a really trash. I mean, George Hill, he gets traded every trade deadline. He always goes to a contender, and he never seems to be on the right one. That goes all the way. So trading for that guy is not a good omen for your future. I understand veteran can make a shot. Da, da, da. How'd I work for the Bucks last year? <laughs> what they do this offseason? Oh, they went, go, they went to go get another point guard. Okay. All right. All them years with the Pacers, what happened? Oh, okay. All right. I mean, come on, man. I mean, he's a good vet. He's a solid vet. Uh, yeah, look, man, if, if, if you think in a in a NBA Finals or even an Eastern Conference Finals, which the Sixers and their fans have aspirations of reaching, if you think George Hill is going to make a difference in those moments, you know what I say about fandom, right? And and, and this ain't the, the gassing all up part earlier. You know what I say about fandom, right? If you drink that type of Kool-Aid, take the Ray and nephew out of there, bro. Nobody wanted J.J. Redick except Dallas? I figured J.J. would be in high demand. 
I'm a little surprised that the Mavericks ended up with J.J. Redick. More shooters for Luka. Another shooter. So you have the Latvian world star. You have Tim Hardaway Jr., Knicks tape. You have Luka, and now you have J.J. And what we got? Uh, Kleber, Maxi Kleber, he could shoot. So they got about five dudes who can all, if they put J.J. in the, I mean, I don't know if he starts. Probably doesn't start. But if you run him out there, mix him in with the ones, stagger those minutes. I mean, if you got Luka, J.J., Tim Hardaway Jr., Kleber, and Latvian World Star, every single person on the court could shoot threes. Now, Luka's been a little sus from three this year. And I think historically, he's not as great as you would think he is. He's more of a timely three-point shooter than a consistently good three-point shooter. But in theory, five three-point shooters on the floor at the same time. Now, that was, you know, that was damn near enough without all of that to beat the Old English Fund last year. So, I mean, Luka by himself won two games. He just needed some help to win the other two. And that's kind of what the Mavs are trying to build. You know Luka's going to get us two wins against damn near every team in the league in a seven-game series. Luka's going to get us two wins. Who's going to help him get two more? If Porzingis is healthy, you would like to think the Lavian World Star can get you a game. Okay, now that's three. I need one more clincher. Who off the bench or what role player or whatever can get us that fourth win to get a team up out of there? J.J. Redick, more likely to be that than some damn Finney Smith. Oh, I forgot the Knicks got Terrence Ferguson. So they got another dude from the dunk contest. Is, is, this what, is this what the Knicks are doing? They just won a whole bunch of dunk contest dudes? I mean, they, they got rid of Dennis Smith Jr. already, right? So they had him. They got rid of him. They drafted Obi. Obi went out there and finished third in the three-man slam dunk contest. And now they're going to go get T. Ferguson. All right. I mean, look. Hey, Knicks tape. Knicks tape. I mean, look, you have a lot of – look, you're going to need something for them pep rallies. You're going to need some sort of videos – so sort of highlight some viral stuff that that can be put on social media so that when you're rolling down 8th Ave in the pep rally, you can have some B-roll. So I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for the Knicks just going out there and getting all the uh, slam dunk champions or at least all the slam dunk second and third and fourth place participants. I'm very here for that. I like I like the, I like the direction that the Knicks are going in, that they're going out here and they have a game plan. And their game plan is let's get all the second and third and first round failures from the dunk contest and put them all in the roster and see what happens. I like it. Am I going to leave you with words of predictions, words of assumptions, words of I told you so's or anything like that? No, I promised you a trade deadline recap. I told you if there was some significant stuff going on, I would hop on and this is what you've got. I don't think anything happened outside of the point guard going to the old English font I don't think any of the other moves matter. The Bulls moves certainly don't matter except for the fact that, okay, wow, the new GM realized, God damn, these are some trash youngins. Let me get almost all of them up out of here. The Orlando Magic have fully bought into rebuilding. Maybe this means Mo Bamba can actually get some real minutes. And whenever Cole Anthony gets back, he'll get some real run. He could do his combo guard thing whenever he gets healthy. That could be the nucleus 
Fultz, Cole Anthony, and Mo Bamba. I mean, name-wise, that means something. If that was an AAU squad about four years ago, that squad killing. That squad is killing if it's four years ago. Can they do it in the league? Remains to be seen. So the Bulls have decided to kind of rebuild on the fly or at least jettison pieces that they know are no by no means are going to be there in the future. So they got rid of all the youngins, even gave up on some pretty recent picks. And had to give up some first rounders to do it. But you do what you got to do to clear the roster up, clean the roster up, get these dudes out of here. They are not with the program in the future. Let's cut our losses now. You got to be ballsy to do that. You got to be willing to take that L. Now, they have two all-stars. I mean, I don't feel a way about any one of them. But they should be able to secure a playoff spot now. That apparently is a thing, and they really want to make that happen in Chicago. So they, in, in my mind, they did what they were supposed to do. If the whole goal is to go all in on making the playoffs just to give you the appearance that they're trying, they did that yesterday. The Miami Heat went and got another score. And theoretically, another shooter, although I would say Oladipo is more of a scorer than a shooter, but we'll see. Maybe Heat culture will make him become a 40-some percent three-point shooter. The Nuggets and Aaron Gordon, I can't tell you what that is. Is that their answer to guarding LeBron? Because, I mean, who else is maybe, I mean, Maybe Kawhi and Pandemic P? Like, is that... Bringing in Aaron Gordon does what? You got Jokic facilitating, Jamal Murray scoring. I guess in theory you could tell me that Aaron Gordon is a more dependable scorer at this point than Millsap and even Michael Porter Jr. I don't know. It's That one... It's a big name in terms of a name, but I don't know basketball-wise how that fits against the real teams. You'll definitely, I mean, I don't think the Nuggets are going to lose in the first round anyway, but you definitely get out the first round now. But, I mean, is Aaron Gordon going to show us something defensively that he's never shown us before? If he goes up against the Lake Show, if he goes up against the Old English font? If he goes up against Utah, is he going to destroy Bogdanovich, is he going to destroy, potentially destroy Gobert if he switched on him? Have we seen that before from Aaron Gordon? I haven't. I don't know. I don't know. Buyout market is still a thing. Andre Drummond, he's got five teams out here. LaMarcus Aldridge somehow has four teams who want his services. I think it's more about keep away at this point. We'll sign him just so other teams can't get him if he case just in case he has a little something left. But Andre Drummond, that's the one. But the fact that he's allegedly considering the Hornets? Like he knows LaMelo's gone, right? Like he's not I mean, I know he's he's kind of in his own world, but he's not he knows LaMelo's done for the year, right? Like there's no miracle that's gonna happen where LaMelo's wrist heals up. By like round one, right? Why would you want to go to Charlotte? You need some Jordans that bad? And yes, I know the Knicks are also in on Andre Drummond. And I, 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 I want him to do it. I want him to do it. Because his work ethic with the meniscus tearing taskmaster, Tom Thibodeau, 
that shit is comedy. And not that coming to America shit. I'm talking real comedy. You know what it is? Well, I told you I was going to give y'all some pause. And I gave y'all some bonus content. Trade deadline recap. Y'all know all the spiel now. Y'all listen to the last pod. So, the CMD Podcast. I'm out.